Dear beauty business babe, I see you grinding. I hear your fears. I know that you're ready for more. Hey girl, my name is Kelly Callahan and I'm here to sprinkle a little bit of business, a little bit of mindset, and a whole ton of love and inspiration to help you light you up along the way. Because if I can build a half a million dollar beauty brand in just a few years, I know that you can too. This podcast is dedicated to the beauty business babe who is ready to take radical responsibility for her life. I don't know it all, but I do know a lot and I am willing to teach you everything I've learned along my journey. I believe that you absolutely have it in you to create the life and the business that you dream of. And with a little bit of help, you can get there even faster than I did. I am here to fully support you. I am here to help guide you. Take what you want from these free trainings from this podcast so you can go further, faster in your business and in your life. So let's talk business. Let's embody mindset. And don't forget to join the rest of the Beauty Business Tribe on our free Facebook group called Beauty Business Babes. Let's get down to business, girl. Welcome to another episode of the Beauty Business Babes podcast. This is your girl, Kelly Callahan, and today I was inspired to talk about how to start a business. I think this is something that a lot of people wonder about, and I know as somebody who started a business about seven years ago that this was the hardest part for me, was just starting. So aside from the mindset blocks, which is going to be for a whole nother episode, we're going to be talking about the tangible steps on what to do to start your business. So if you're a beauty business professional that is just starting and you need some clarity, or maybe you haven't even started your business and you're like, Kelly, I am so scared and I don't know the first step. I want you to grab a pen and a paper and take notes so that way you can start doing this sooner than later because one thing that I really, really regret in my life is starting way too late. You're never going to feel 100% ready. It's always going to be a little bit scary, but it should also be very exciting as well. And when you have that magic recipe of scary, and exciting, you know that you're on the right track because you're expanding into something new and something that is going to hopefully suit you in the long term. I also want to mention that I would highly recommend getting a mentor, getting a mentor for your specific needs because everybody's going to be slightly different, right? This is kind of just a generic way of uh, doing this, of starting a business. So if you can get a mentor to help you specifically in your specific situation, I think that is best. Also, you always want to get legal counsel and advice from your personal CPA. All right, so let's go ahead and dive in. The first thing you need to figure out is what type of business you're going to start. So whether you're starting spray tanning, whether you're going to be offering lashes, whatever the case may be. Now, I'm sure if you already have this service in mind, you've done some research as far as certifications you need or any type of classes you may need. It is really important to do your own research and do your due diligence because a lot of the times, hair, makeup, lashes, any type of skincare, you do have to get some sort of license through the state so that way you can go ahead and provide these services. Once you have your concept in mind and you know for certain you're going to be offering these types of services or starting this type of business, you want to pick a name. 
A couple of things that I want to tell you about picking a name. What I see a lot in the beauty industry are people choosing names that are not very suitable long term. For example, if you're going to be putting your name inside the business name, so for example, Ashley's spray tanning or Lily's lashes, you want to make sure that that's something that you see long term. Now, I know that a lot of us don't really look so far ahead, say 5, 10, 15 years from now, but if you still have that business and you have other people that are working for you, do you still want your business name to be called Lily's Lashes? And if not, then I would say take a step back and let's go back to the drawing board and choose a different name that you can see yourself using long term. I have changed my name in the past and it's been such a pain in the ass. It still bites me in the butt today. I went from Positively Tan LLC to Slay Beauty Bar and it was just a really huge nightmare to get all of the things transferred over into that name. I'm again still dealing with some of that stuff and it's really not fun. So I would highly recommend choosing a name that you see yourself using long term. Once you come up with your concept and your business name, I would recommend starting to draft up a business plan. This does not have to be perfect, you guys, because I know there's a lot to it and probably a lot of the answers that you're looking for you probably don't know yet. So as long as you have an idea of what type of business you're starting, where you're going with this business, etc., have some sort of vision, that's going to be incredibly helpful for you. Once you choose your name, it is important to go ahead and search your name. You want to make sure that this name isn't trademarked or being used by anybody in your area. If you go to USPTO.gov, you should be able to look up the name and see if it's trademarked there. Another way that you can search the name is if you check your county clerk's office to see if anyone has used this name. Now, I would highly recommend going inside the county clerk's office or at least getting them on the phone to see if they can help you just to make sure you're doing this right because it can get a little bit tricky. Or you can simply just go on their website. The way that you would find their website is just by searching county clerk's office in your area. The next step to this is choosing your business structure. So this is where a lot of people get stuck. As I mentioned before, it's really smart to talk to somebody who knows the legalities in your area as well as your CPA to get some more information because you're going to get conflicting opinions on how to do this. So choosing your business structure would mean choosing sole proprietorship, LLC, S-Corp, and there's some other ones too. So it's really, really important, again, to do your research, ask for professional help, and really do your best to choose the right entity because this can affect you, especially with your taxes and protecting you and your assets. The next thing I would recommend is getting some sort of insurance that would cover you in case something happens. So for a lot of beauty business professionals, we work on skin, for example. We're touching the client sometimes. We're applying different types of chemicals onto their body. Now, a lot of us might not think it's a big deal or that anything's going to happen, but I am somebody who would really, really advise you to just cross your T's, dot your I's, get that stress of something may happen off of your chest by being protected through insurance. Now, I always recommend checking out insurebodywork.com to see if that's going to cover the services that you offer as a beauty business professional. The next thing I would recommend doing is creating your brand. So this is something I had no idea about when I first started. I was like, a brand? Okay, so that's just a business, right? 
No, that is not it. If you've seen my old posts from way, way back when I started, they were all over the place. I was using a ton of different colors, different fonts. It was a hot ass mess. When I started looking into what a brand was and started taking some courses regarding brands and how to create a solid brand, then it finally clicked in my mind. Okay, I need to be consistent with the colors, the vibe, the fonts, and everything because a solid brand does just that. So if you don't know what a brand is, I highly recommend just Googling it. Use YouTube, use Google. It's going to be your best friend forever. And even use things like Pinterest or even Etsy to see if you can get some inspiration for your own brand. Now, if you are kind of um, the type of person that's like not very creative and you're like, you know what? I just want to hire somebody to create the brand for me. Totally fine. You can do that for very inexpensive you can go to etsy.com, E-T-S-Y.com, or you can even go to Upwork, U-P-W-O-R-K.com, and hire somebody who is a graphic designer to help you build a brand. Now, you can do this for very, very cheap, and it can be very expensive as well. It just depends on how customized you want this and really who you're hiring. Once you create a brand, then you can take that brand, the colors, the logo, the fonts, the vibe, and you can start creating your website, your cards, your business cards, your social media sites, and whatever other type of marketing material that you're going to want. But first, before you do this, I do recommend really honing in on a brand so that way you know what direction you're going in as far as what you want your website to look, what you want your business cards to look like, because everything should be cohesive. Everything should look the same. Because again, you're using that same exact brand throughout the entire process of creating your website, creating your, possibly your ads and your business cards things like that. Hey beauty business babe, I don't know if you know, but I am the founder of Spray Tan Class. So if you've been dabbling with the idea of starting your own spray tanning business, or if you're trying to add on spray tanning to your current beauty business so you can make that money, I am here to help you. Head on over to spraytanclass.com and use code BEAUTYBUSINESSBABES at checkout so you can receive $100 off our in-person or online beginner certification course. We can't wait to help you glow and grow, sis. The next thing you're going to do is think about what type of advertising am I going to do? Am I going to do paid or organic advertising? Now, if you don't know what paid or organic advertising means, there actually is another episode. I want to say episode four or five. I could be totally off, but it says paid and organic marketing. So you should be able to find it. And this is going to go into detail as far as what is what, but just for training purposes right now, I'm just going to talk about organic marketing because it's free and it's something that I think most of you guys are familiar with at this point. So what we did for my friend is we got him onto Google My Business. So you want to register there for free. Just Google, Google My Business, and you should be able to create an account. We created a Facebook account, a Yelp account, an Instagram account, and an account on Nextdoor. Now make sure when you're doing this and creating all of these accounts, it is really important for you to basically keep everything 
the same. And when I say that, I mean, if you are going to be writing out the word street in your address, make sure you write out the word street on every single platform. Or if you're going to be abbreviating it like ST period, do that for every single platform. Not only does this help everything look cohesive, but it also helps with search engine optimization. That is a whole nother can of worms that I am not going to get into today, but if you don't know what that is, Google SEO or search engine optimization. The next thing I want to talk about is planting the seed. A lot of what I hear is, you know, I'm starting in a couple of months or I don't know when I'm going to start. So when should I start marketing? I would say the sooner you can start marketing, the better. Now, if you're for sure you're going to be starting a business, why wouldn't you start spreading the word now? It usually takes a while to gain traction. So if you can start planting the seed now by creating ads that say something like coming soon or here are the services we're going to offer or what kind of questions do you have about eyelash extensions or spray tanning get people's wheels turning and start building up your platform on instagram on facebook start building your audience there because they're not going to come overnight right it takes a while for you to build this so plant the seed now if you're ready and you have your equipment you're ready to practice on people i highly highly recommend reaching out to people that are influencers in your area or people who you know are going to provide valuable feedback for you. As somebody who is new into the industry, you want to gain momentum by creating a really, really solid brand and a solid reputation. So what I did in the beginning was I reached out to a bunch of different entrepreneurs in my area who were working alongside my ideal client. I also worked with a ton of people who were influencers and I wanted to give them a free spray tan in exchange for not only their feedback, but also for them to post on their Instagram account, for them to also tell their friends about the service that I'm offering and to write a review on Yelp or Google. So those are the things that you really want to focus in on is once you have all of your equipment, once you're ready to rock and roll, even if you're not open yet. So I'm just going to go over all of these things once again for you so you can write these down and make sure that you are hitting each point during your infancy stage of growing your business. So the first thing is brand creation and consistency, right? So once you have all of the legal stuff all done, you have your business name, you have all of those things, you want to start building your brand. You want it to be consistent throughout your entire website, through all of your business cards, all of that good stuff. If you need help with this, again, go to Etsy or Upwork or you could even create this yourself on something like Canva, C-A-N-V as in Victor, A.com. Then go ahead and start getting your brand online. So again, your website, get on Yelp, get on Google My Business, get on Facebook, Instagram, start promoting your business, start planting the seeds so people could start recognizing your brand and what you're doing. Start getting experience, start getting practice, and not only that, but start building up your reputation. There are four things I want you to really focus in on when it comes to working and collaborating with other people and also offering free services or discounted services for people of influence, so like influencers in your area. 
when you are working with people at a discounted rate or giving them free chance, there are four things that I want you to make sure that you are getting in return because we are not just throwing out free services like it's nobody's business, right? We're going to be very, very thoughtful of who we choose to work with and we're not going to give free shit to everybody, but maybe just a handful of people. So four things you want to focus in on. One is feedback getting feedback from that person. Make sure that they feel comfortable giving you honest feedback because if you messed up something, you want to know before you actually get in there and start working with paying clients. The second thing is getting online reviews. So if your feedback was positive with these particular people, make sure that you're getting their reviews online. This is going to build your business, build your brand, build your reputation. This is super important. You can put the reviews or they can put the reviews on Facebook, on Yelp, or Google. The third thing I want you to focus in on is getting referrals. So when you start working, you have this spider web of people coming to you. When you work with somebody and they absolutely love you and love your service, there is no reason why they shouldn't be sharing this with their friends, their family, and people who are in their area. And the fourth thing kind of ties into that, it's posting. So not for you to be posting, but really for them to be posting about your service, your brand, your business, so that way you can get in front of the eyes of people who you may not know yet. These four things are incredibly, incredibly important. If you find that somebody is working very well with you and you're working very well with them, I would highly recommend looking into possibly a long-term collaboration with them. So if you're working with somebody who is an influencer who's bringing you a ton of clients or who is just you know, helping you out. Maybe they have beautiful photos that you're able to share on your social media, things like that. I would highly recommend looking into possibly working with them for a long period of time where you're offering free services to them and they are offering their feedback and referrals to you. So that is pretty much what I have for today. If you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. I am on Instagram at I am underscore Kelly and I hope that this has been helpful. And of course, if you loved this episode, make sure that you screenshot it, post it on Instagram and tag me at I am underscore Kelly Ann. I love to hear from you guys and see what you guys love about the Beauty Business Babes podcast. Thank you guys so much. Hey, Beauty Business Babe, I really hope that you love this episode of the Beauty Business Babes podcast. If you love this free content and you want to give me some love, I would absolutely love for you to leave a five-star review here on iTunes or Spotify and make sure that you go ahead and screenshot your favorite episode, share it on Instagram, and tag me at I am underscore Kelly Ann for a chance to win a free prize. We will be doing free prizes every single month and I'm so excited to be giving away some of the courses and the product lines that I have available. Thanks so much for joining me. I love you guys long time and I'll see you on the next episode.